Hello, and welcome to Our Therapy for Nerds, a podcast where we discuss the latest shows we watch, games we play, and books we read in order to help keep our sanity in these crazy times we live in. I'm your host, Andy. And I'm your other host, Nikki. And as always, we like to start with what we're reading, what we're watching, what we're listening to, I guess, and also what we're playing. Um, So, Nikki, what about you? Well, uh, I think what I'm most excited about is I uh, am rereading slash listening to Bloodlines, Star Wars Bloodlines, which focuses on Leia. I believe it starts six years before The Force Awakens. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, And she's in the Senate. uh, And uh, her, it's about... Well, I'll go. You know what? Let's go into it more next week because I believe you just read. Yeah. So uh, I've actually read and listened to uh, two things right now. I finished Shadows of the Sith within like, I think, four or five days of starting it. And Shadow of the Sith is like in the timeline. It's almost concurrent, I think. I believe it's either right before or somewhere around the same time as Bloodlines. And that focuses on uh, Lando and Luke. Hunting for uh, basically, well, and, and also, I'm sorry, uh, it, it's Lando Luke, um, and then what's going on with uh, Ray and her parents. Oh. And, and this explains why Ray was kind of abandoned. And now I think about it, it can't be six years because Ray is six years old in this book. And I want to say she's uh, 12 years old in the, I'm sorry, not 12, she's 18 years old uh, when The Force Awakens, something like that. Okay, and, we have to and how old that. is she in this book? Six years old. Okay, so, so this the, would be about like 12 years before The Force 12, Awakens. 12 years before Force Awakens, and then maybe five, six years before uh, Bloodlines. If Bloodlines yeah. is six years before-ish. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we're going to go into more detail about that. I'm also reading the comics um, The Rise of Kylo Ren. Which I have already read that. Yeah, we read mm-hmm. that in the past, and... Kind of putting all this into perspective, and we are excited because on top of all that, we just rewatched the sequel trilogy. Yes, I think that we were wanting to take another look at the sequels. Yes. Um, and we kind of, it all started when you started reading Shadow of the Sith, right? Yes. And it kind of got us talking about it. Yeah. So it's I a think really we're good book. So, yeah. connect the dots and talk more about that next week. I think so. I think that's a great idea. In fact, because of that, I haven't really focused on two other or too many other things when it comes to reading or watching. I mean, that kind of took up a number of days mm-hmm. to watch that. Um, so that I think that's kind of all what we've been reading, watching, listening to. I've been finishing up The Last Kingdom on Netflix uh, in spare time uh, when I'm working on videos and such. Yeah. And you've been painting some new and miniatures. Been, uh, yeah. I've been working on our Star Wars Legion armies. Um, we've already have a very sizable, uh, Galactic Republic and Imperial force. I am now painting up the, uh, the shadow, I'm sorry, the, uh, not the shadow, uh, yeah, shadow collective, I think is what's called the, the, basically the mercenaries, the, the criminals, uh, they've got their own, uh, army now. So we're going to be fielding that soon and probably recording it. So, yeah. And as usual, we're still doing Marvel crisis protocol um, yeah. and we just played, what did we just we, it play? It was Cabal we, versus X-Force. Cabal versus X-Force. That's what we just posted. Yes. And it looks like we'll be doing Wakanda versus Spider-Foes in our next game. Yeah. So 
exciting stuff. Trying to get some new models played. We're going to be having Heimdall uh, in Wakanda. And I'm not sure who's going to be in spider well, Yeah, one of our viewers suggested Heimdall in Wakanda. And then another viewer had said they wanted to see Wakanda versus spider Foes. So yeah. we're going to put both of those together. I yeah. may put Scourge in spider Foes. Ooh. Why not? So Why not? <laughs> I've, I've got some ideas. So that's coming up next on our Ozark Gladiators. All right. So with all that, I'm sorry, with all that, let's uh, talk about today's topic, which is Miss Marvel. So Miss Marvel was a little bit of a, a surprise for me. Um, I've known her for, for a while uh, from the comics. I've played the Avengers uh, video game, PC Windows game, um, where she's kind of a main character in that. Um, and, I, you know, I, I've known her as an inhuman uh, as far as what she is. Uh, so with the Disney plus series coming out, uh, you actually started to do a little, actually, I think it was after we first watched a couple episodes, um, of the, the Disney plus series, you started reading some of the comics. I did, but it was actually more because, well, not only because of the Disney plus series, but because I was playing Miss Marvel in, uh, Marvel Crisis, Marvel Protocol. Crisis Protocol and a couple of our viewers, it's like, oh, it's my favorite character. I love that character. And so that got me curious. Yeah. And then the Disney Plus show came out as well around that time. So, yeah, I yeah. just thought I looked a little bit more into her. And what surprised me most about all that when we started watching it, when I started reading it, she really is the heart now of the, the heroes. Um, I think Captain America was always kind of the initial. He was the first heart that I knew of when it came to, you know, he's a Superman level kind of character in the sense that he inspires hope. When he comes with the Avengers, you know the day has saved. Um, but because of the day we live in, because of the times and all that, he has become a little bit more embittered uh, over the last, I mean, shoot, he's been in comics for what, 60, 70 years now. Yeah, I'd be a little embittered at this point. <laughs> um, you know, seeing what he's seen, you know, all the stuff that's happened to him. And granted, he has been rebooted a few times. He's a little bit bitter. Um, he's not the friendly one we know from the MCU. He's a little bit more hardcore. It's not to say he's not a nice guy. But he's not. And he's definitely always trying to do the right thing. But he's been hurt too many times by too many things. Um, so... I think part of him is now just more cold and practical. And then you get a character like Kamala. Um, and Kamala is the next generation. I mean, when it comes down to it, she is the kind of a focus of the next generation. And I didn't really appreciate that until we started watching the series. Yeah, I think that's right. She's kind of, um, she's got this youthful hope about her. Um, but then also she's a, your typical teenager who's yes. worried about friends and um, romantic stuff and like her culture and how does she fit in and things like that. Yeah. And I, I watched some interviews with the actress who plays her um, and they I kept on talking about now we've got a brown superhero for us. And that was I mean, that was an impactful statement. But what's very cool, too, is I kind of coincide that with um, Ted Lasso, believe it or not. Uh, in, I think, season one, episode two, he hands Sam one of those green army men that his son sent him. Uh -huh. And Sam does not take it the same way. He's like, if you're OK, I'd like to give this back to you because and like, oh, imperialism, you know, 
So what is a hero for one, you know, one person is not a hero for the next. Yeah, that's true. He did it very kindly. He did it very kindly. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, somebody, you know, for, you know, the Marvel Universe, they don't really have, I mean, they've got Black Panther. They've got, you know, various other uh, ethnicities and religious people. They've never had a Pakistani Muslim as a hero. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's interesting when you're reading the comics or watching watching it on Disney Plus, um, you're seeing the really rich, interesting culture aspects of it. And then also it's something that anybody can relate to her relationship with her parents. Exactly. Yeah. Like being a teenager, that reminded us so much of, of our daughter. Our daughter yeah. And we live in northwest Arkansas. <laughs> right. So, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, and that was, I think, what really hooked me when it came down to it. It's it's great to see something different. It Some, is. You know, it was a breath of fresh air, really, I and, thought. And it was fun. It's, you know. Years ago, and it's DC's fault, they decided that everything needed to be dark. And I think a lot of movies, especially superhero movies, went that direction. We don't need dark superhero movies. Every once in a while, okay. Well, it's a nice change every once in a while, but I like the the, the more fun ones as well, or the ones with a sense of humor. We live in a world where reality can suck badly. So oh, it, we yeah. need hope. Yep. And if we can't get it in our imaginary, you know, storylines, where are we going to get it from? Um, I'm more of a Tolkien versus a J.R.R. Martin person in that sense. It's it's fantasy. It's meant to be fantasy, and it's supposed to be fun. You don't need tragedy in everything you read, and that's what I really loved about Miss Marvel. You know, the interesting, <laughs> I liked the kind of whimsical, like cartoony type stuff they were doing with it too where yes. she's she's a fangirl it's almost like her little scribbles or her art her that doodles, she's doing yeah. it kind of reminded me do you remember lizzie mcguire i know what you're talking about i never watched it, it. T- different but yet kind of similar you know it kind of reminded me of that so that was something that worked for me yeah, that was very cool i said that that's what i really liked about it um and she has you know, I, I, we knew, or I knew, that she had a love of Captain Marvel. You know, that was kind of where it all started. Um, and obviously, that's partly where the name comes from. Partly. I'm not sure if in the comics how she, you know, the name means the same thing they explained in the or in the series. That it's, uh, please, I forget, or forgive me if I'm getting this wrong. It's not Urdu, but it's, is it Urdu? The language? Uh, what, uh her name means Kamala, or Kamala. Oh, where it means Marvel. Yeah, or Marvelous. I don't remember. I have read some of the comics, but I don't remember if it means the same thing. Or if they, well, I guess, did they point that out in the comics? I guess more my question. Where but it means perfection. Perfect, yes. Uh-huh. So, you know, you know you've got the, the dual duality of that name because it's her hero and it's who she is as well. Um, but she started out as quite literally a fangirl, um, who wanted to go to Marvel, or I'm sorry, Avengers conventions and, you know, things like that. I think in the comics, she went to a party, you said. Yeah. Um, but regardless whether it happened because she took on a bangle. And and the parents were totally against it in the comics and in the Disney Plus series. And I just want to say another thing that worked for me in 
the Disney Plus and, and the comics too, but mostly in Disney Plus, the parents. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The parents were fantastic. I loved, especially her dad. And I he think was a cupcake with sprinkles. <laughs> like I loved him. And I think you're supposed to kind of like, oh, they're they're holding her back. And as we as parents are like, no, they're doing a great job. I keep, mean, yeah. Keep doing that, parents. <laughs> we, we like really... Um, What's the word for it? We Rooted for felt them. we felt a connection with the parents. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know the, I, the part too that kind of got me early on was the mother was I think semi trying to work with her and you know yeah it, she made her the costume, costume and all that. But mm-hmm. that scene in early on I think it was episode one where the, she made a, the Hulk costume um, for the father. And he was very excited. That was so sad. That broke my heart. Yeah. Because I could see, you know, me trying to do that for one of our kids and getting that same reaction. Yeah. Because we're not cool enough for that or, (laughs) you know, and I get it. You know, it's. No, our our kids actually think Andy's really cool. Well. Yeah. I'm I'm the uncool parent, I think. But, I mean, the mother's whole comment was that's a form-fitting, very revealing outfit, whether it's made out of pure leather or not or whatever. The cosmic material it was but it's like she just wanted her daughter to have an appropriate costume yeah um and uh yeah i get that as a parent you don't really we've got daughters. oh yeah we I've, don't sent, really need I've sent our my oldest daughter back into her room to change before yeah. our youngest we haven't really run into that yet that hasn't happened I, I dare say it probably will knowing i'm her, sure her it personality. will so but that was great and again that helped us grab a connection we were very much rooting for Captain uh, for for Kamala, I should say, um, but we are also understanding where her parents were coming from, um, and this sets sets the stage for what happens next, which is in the the series she gets the mangle the the yeah the bangle the bangle yeah. mm-hmm. in the comics she gets it by Terrigen mist yeah and th- there's a little confusion I think I was a little confused at first I'm like because they're like okay the bangle you already have these powers and the bangle is helping it come out. That's what the series was trying to say. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Cause I was like, wait, is it just the bangle? I didn't know at first, but she's like channeling it's Yeah. It's a focus of some kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas in the comics it was Terrigen mist. Yeah. And I get, I, you know, for those who were not aware, there was a time when Marvel really did not have the rights. This is before the Sony purchase to their, uh, X-Men movies. And Sony at that time was not ready to sell or deal with them. So Marvel basically said, okay, we are going to hinge everything on the Inhumans. They're pretty much like mutants anyways. Um, So they made this big push with the Inhumans. uh, And it was started to be successful. And I honestly think what destroyed the whole thing, uh, because, well, going back, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a big Inhuman storyline. Yeah. Um, and again, there was no traction with uh, Sony and the X-Men stuff. But then they made that horrible, horrible TV series that they did not put nearly enough money into. It looked like something that we would have watched in the 80s growing up. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I don't know I how I missed that. I saw one episode of yeah. it, and it was not good. Yeah. Um, in fact, I didn't even see the whole episode. It just was not good. And I think that derailed everything. Okay. So, so, and I did read a little bit about this. Um, I can't remember if it was the director or who it was. They said, you know, there are a lot of, uh, there's a multiverse. So there could be a Kamala out there who is an inhuman, um, that might show up sometime in the future. So 
that's I, true. I, and so he, they're, they're kind of like, this is the way we went right now. But hey, it's lots of universes out there. So, and kind of getting back, they kind of hinted at the end that she is not human. She's a mutant or something. Yeah, there's a there's a gene, an X gene or whatever. And, so, and I'm assuming we're going to get more of that from the the Marvels movie coming out next year. All right. So another thing that worked for me besides Kamala's family, who her brother was really fun also. I loved her brother. Yeah. yeah. I uh, wasn't sure if he was going to be a jerk or not. Stereotypical. Yeah, it was no, kind, he was awesome. Well, it's like Kamala's kind of like he's the guy, he's the boy, he gets all the special treatment. Um, so at first you're like, hmm, is that true? And you're kind of watching and, and maybe culturally there is something going on there. Yeah. Um but it's it was fun seeing Kamala and her her friend Nakia was that her name? Nakia, I believe so. Yeah. They're trying to kind of promote women's rights at the same time. Right. Uh, Nakia is um, trying to be, I guess, one of the leaders in the mosque. Yes. Um, so I loved that. I thought that was really cool because it's like that we love our culture. We're trying to promote women though yeah um because they talk about yeah like all the facilities for the women are broken they need repairs yeah the women had stayed behind the partitions i think yes 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 you know and that was unacceptable to them. and in it they touched on that in the comics too um so that was interesting oh wow i didn't know yeah okay. they did and um one of the interesting things um in the comics i thought that might have been a little bit different or she might have just gotten her advice from a different place um but she talked to i don't remember who it was one of the leaders of the mosque and her parents were like if you don't she kept getting in trouble in the comics (laughs) she was always getting in trouble um after she got her powers especially um and they're like okay you're gonna go see and i don't remember who it was maybe Yeah. yeah And she's like, oh, he hates me. You know, I don't want to do this, whatever. Well, then she meets up with him and they actually have a really good conversation. And he gives her some great advice. And he's like, you know, keep doing what you believe is right. Keep helping people and you will um, find your answers. You'll find someone that can show you the way. And she does. It ends up being Wolverine. But that's another story. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I love the Wolverine little thing. And that actually inspired our games in uh, in a few weeks ago or yes. three weeks ago. Yes. Which was fantastic. I loved that little interaction. So besides Nakia, she has her best friend, Bruno. Yep. And love him. Love him, love him. And she, he also obviously has a very big crush on... Now, is he tech support in the comics like he was kind of in the, the series? He is very smart, and I believe he is more of a... He invented her stretchy costume okay. in the comics. Um, so he's like... It, it shows him a lot. Like, at school, he's in a lab doing chemistry stuff. Um, and he's invented this thing to get into, I don't know, a prestigious college. Um and uh, it's like a stretchy, it, it's it's something that can make material stretch and get smaller without ruining the material. So he, I think in the Disney Plus series, the mother is the one who um, makes her costume, isn't she? Yes. 
Yeah, I yeah. believe like at the because she the doesn't end, need to be stretchy in the the series. I mean, she kind of does. To the now end. towards the at the end, she gets her in big and things. So maybe that'll come next season. But I also read that that her powers are just being. It's like the tip of the iceberg type thing. So and what's interesting on that note, the series ended in such a way that actually is the way the comics rather began early on. So I had a head up from you as to what the ending of the, the series meant. But when she kind of has that, uh, I don't know what you call it, an attack or something happens to her. She flies into her closet and out comes Captain Marvel. Um, you know, Brie I, Larson. I think they actually trade places. Well, that's what you said, or that's what a lot of people think. But I'm wondering in the comics, she actually turns. Okay, into yes, Marvel. that's so that's initially what I thought, too. So in the comics, when she first turns into or gets her powers, she turns into she comes out of the Terrigen Mist. She turns into Miss. She looks she doesn't turn into she looks like Miss Marvel or Captain, uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. She yeah. looks like Captain Marvel. And she's like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Because she's she had snuck out to this party and she's sneaking back into her house. And I guess her brother heard her and kind of comes in. Um, and she she knows her brother's trying to come in and she's like, what am I going to do? I've got blonde hair. I'm, I look like Captain Marvel. And her brother comes in and he's like, oh, hey, Kamala, uh, mom and dad know you snuck out. <laughs> and she's like, I can explain the blonde hair. And he's like, what? <laughs> so um, at first, when she first started turning into uh, or has her disguise, it was like she looked like Captain Marvel. And it was because that's what her idea of what an ideal superhero looked like. Once she became comfortable with the idea that she herself um, could be looked like a superhero, could be a superhero, then she started looking like her. Yep. So so that, that might a, be yeah. what happened at the end. Or I kept reading stuff about how they traded places. So I don't know which way they're going. I've read a lot about them trading places, too. But if you notice in the background of that scene, you've got an actual picture of Brie Larson, Captain America. So there's a very. You mean Captain Marvel? I'm sorry, Cap. No, Cap. I'm sorry, Captain Marvel. Yes. Yes. Too many captains and too, too many, many captains. What are we doing? So, you, the picture, her actual picture is in the background. So that's what leads me to wonder: Did she look at that, or was that what inspired that scene, or did she in fact trade places? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll because find out. she's already kind of become comfortable with herself. So yeah, why she would all of a sudden look like Captain? marvel instead of herself i don't know well you just said it yourself she's there's a lot of power she has not unlocked and that's well that's true i don't know i i honestly yeah. don't just just throwing that out there to the universe maybe. just throwing it out there ideas ideas <laughs> so there you know so yeah uh kamala is just you know she starts out and also you know, another different thing about this is the bangle belonged to her great-grandmother in the series yeah i Aisha? Was that her name? I think so. Something like that. Um, so there's this whole mystery of the great-grandmother going on, which I thought was really cool. I liked it. I thought that was, yeah, especially it was great until, you know, I was always hoping there was a, a way she was still around. Maybe yeah, me too. Me too. So it broke my heart when she died, you know. Yeah. So when they go back to uh Pakistan, which that's another thing I read that some of some critical reviews that they thought that 
going back to Pakistan weirdly just kind of it didn't flow with the show it did feel kind of like a different show i will admit that for the episodes four and five i think yeah um but i liked it i thought it was really cool i I liked that they went back to pakistan and you got to kind of unravel who the great grandmother was you got to see her she fell in love with um i don't remember his name yeah. Um, the great-grandfather. The great-grandfather. We're just going to call him great-grandfather. Uh, he gave her shelter um, because she had come from the other realm. She And, and she was kind of wondering the world, I, think I what, guess. Well, I think this was supposed to happen right after that cave or temple cave-in. Yes. Where they all had to, and the, the, the British soldiers were firing on them. This, yeah. I it was supposed to be 1942. Supposed, yeah, I think that happened after that scene. Okay. So he gives her food and shelter. They fall in love. They have a baby. That's um, the grandmother, Kamala's grandmother, who we've also met now that they've gone to Pakistan. And I also absolutely adore that character as well. She was awesome. Yeah. And, you know, it had a a side effect for for both you and I, who are very much history nuts. Yeah, Um, we both love history. So we're like, we were not familiar at all with Partition. Yeah. Uh, so it made us you know, like, we need to know more about what happened here. And, you know, that's just what happens. There's so many things that happen throughout history, um, you know, that are important to various people, you know, uh, and that's obviously a huge factor. And it's something, honestly, we should know since the uh, India-Pakistani, uh, you know, war and conflict has been going on for so long. We should probably know how that started. And this is really how that's how it started. It was the partition. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically saying, all right, people of various religions need to stay in their own area. Um, so that, you know, they talked about it and then we're like, we need to know more about it. So Kamala's family had lived in India for, I don't know, generations. Generations, I mean, assuming. And, but like, because they were Muslim, they were supposed to move to Pakistan. Pakistan, yeah. Uh, that's what I got from that. Yes, um, the, the Muslim community was moved to Pakistan. Yeah. Uh, because the largest community was, oh gosh. Hindu? Hindu. Well, I guess it would be Hindu, yeah. Um, so. so that's where they had told the story from the family that there was a light. And that, that was a famous story they kept on telling throughout the whole And the series. mother, Kamala's mother's like, that is a fantasy. It's not true. And it was really neat to find out that, yes, it was true. Kamala meets this group called the Red da- Daggers. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, the um, the character Kareem, I believe is his name, um, who is another love interest. How many love interests is she, she going to have? She like three in the series. Yeah. <laughs> so Kareem, um, it actually goes by the name Red Dagger in the comics. Um, but this is the group, the Red Daggers. And she finds out more about, I guess they fight... Uh, the Jin, the, the Nor. Yeah. Um, she finds out more about that. Then they end up fighting them. They go, you know, she goes back in time. Yes. Because the leader basically um, strikes her. Her bangle. Yeah. yeah. And she's the one that led the the, uh, the grandmother. The great grandmother. Yeah. I'm sorry, the grandmother. The grandmother. Yeah. So this is all, and I just, I thought it was good. I liked it. It was just very, it had a lot of heart. It was very, like, 
gosh, touching. Yes. And it's all about like so much of this is about family and relationships. And I don't know, it's something that we can all, you know, uh, relate to. In any series that gets you to tear up like that, I mean, shoot, the last two episodes, five and six, just there was a lot of heart yeah. in both of those episodes. Um, and that's good. I mean, you just, we don't get a whole lot of that. Um, but yeah, seeing the, the the struggle, the fact that, the uh, you know, the grandmother died, the great-grandmother died. Um, the grandmother was saved by uh, Kamala. Um, and then, you know, going back and kind of reconciling with her own mother. Yeah, and, the mother. And getting the mother and grandmother to reconcile. Yeah, they had issues, um, which you can understand. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think overall, Miss Marvel, great. It introduced, you know, a really interesting character that is a different culture, religion from most of the Marvel by far, yeah. Uh, characters we see. So, but we can also relate to so much. It's like it's an instant connection. So. Right. Yeah. They were. I'm, I'm trying to remember what, who did it first. DC has a a Muslim Green Lantern. Um, and I don't know if they he came before uh, Kamala in, as far as timeline goes. But this was Marvel's first Muslim superhero. Um, which is great. Again, everybody needs a hero. Yeah. So, um, and again, I thought it was great. The fact that the director, I think the writers, you know, all of them were either Indian or Pakistani. Um, and I think beyond that, it, the young people, like it's a, a neat, she's young. So beyond the fact of the culture thing, you know, it's somebody like uh, young readers out there can grow up with. They can grow up with this character and relate to her. Right. So that kind of leads into, you know, the other kind of series. And I I know it's been a little bit since you read those, The Champions. Um, and The Champions are the almost like the next generation Avengers. Um, and that's where she is kind of their leader, unofficially. Yes. Yeah. She basically is fed up at this point. She's fed up with the Avengers. Um, she she leaves. She doesn't like the way they're doing things. And she gets in touch with Miles. Um, Miles Morales. Ma Miles Morales. And I'm trying to think. Nova. Nova. So, yes. And I think a little bit of pre or, uh, background is uh, important for this one. When this happens in the continuity of the Marvel comic universe, um, the second Civil War has just happened. And the second Civil War, uh, the first one was Captain America versus Iron Man, where Iron Man was kind of the aggressor. Captain America was the one trying to maintain the peace. In the second Civil War, it was Iron Man and Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel was the aggressor. Uh, because she was trying to use a uh, either inhuman or mutant. I, I think he was a mutant. No, it was inhuman. It was an inhuman who had precognitive ability, which meant that he could foresee the crimes before or happen before they did. She was like, we are going to use him to stop super criminals before they commit crimes. And obviously that led to a huge moral issue. Uh, during all this also, War Machine gets killed by Thanos. Uh, Hulk gets killed by Hawkeye. Um, a lot of people died. So 
I'm not going to ruin how or why all those things happen, but a number of heroes do die. And that's the landscape that the Civil War left when it ended. Yeah, and... Oh, Iron Man dies in the very end of it. Okay. Um, basically, Kamala's and and her friend and Miles and all those guys, they're, they're like, the adults are making things worse. They're screwing up. And we need to do things right. We need to be the conscience of, you know, of the superheroes and do things the right way, even if it's hard. Yeah, and they actually did a scene in there that... I have always joked to you about, you know, you see these big superhero battles or whatever, the battles in the cities, and there's lots of destruction. Yes. Um, and I was like, man, you know, as an adult, now I think, what's that kind of cost tree? Oh, yeah. Andy, I we always do that. It, it could be like a TV show in a bar, and they get in a fight, and we're like, no, not the alcohol. Do you know how expensive that is? You know, <laughs> That's and, the top shelf, too, for good sake. <laughs> yeah, right. So. And it's like, so you see, like, the, the big action superhero movies. It's like, was that really necessary? Did, Did you, you have to go through the buildings, all of them? <laughs> Did, yeah, like, that's going to be a lot of money, and that's, you know. You've caused structural damage, which means the whole thing is going to have to come down now. <laughs> and at that point, we can't really think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> this but, is what happens when you get old. That's right. <laughs> but in the comic, they kind of address that. It's like yes. you know, the, the young ones are like, we need to stay and fix the damage we just created. And the older Avengers are like, no, we need to go stop the next yeah. big bad. They're like, hey, there's people that do that and we need to go on. And they're like, you know what? You suck. It doesn't and seem right. Yeah, It's not right. And they're in the, the humans, the normal people are correct. We're not we are not doing our jobs right. We're letting these people down. So, and then there's other people that get involved. Um, what is a, the young Hulk? The super awesome Hulk. Yeah. Or uh, the awesome, yeah, Hulk. It's, uh, oh gosh. if you, He's supposed, I can't remember how they put it, the seventh or eighth smartest person in the world. Yeah, he was, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of his actual name now. Um, he was, for the while, or for a while, the sidekick of, Bruce Banner, Incredible Hulk, who was helping him stay hidden from the government. This is post uh, World War Hulk era, um, and during this time, he ends up uh, figuring out how to replicate the explosion. But because he's the seventh or eighth smartest person in the world, he knows how to keep his intelligence. That doesn't mean he doesn't let his passions overtake him, which happens a lot, evidently. Yeah, I found that he was a little immature. Very. Which, yeah. Um, nevertheless, he's he's in it. And uh, so uh, then there's Vision's daughter. Um, what is her name? Viv. Viv. Um, and then let's see. Amadeus Cho. Amadeus that's it. Cho. That's, uh, that's yeah. the, uh, the totally awesome Hulk. I'm sorry. Totally awesome Hulk. Um, yeah, we got uh, Viv. You've got uh, Nova, who's the Nova Corps, which is kind of like the DC version of um, Green Lanterns. And then uh, Cyclops from another dimension. Yeah. Or, yeah, another dimension, a young Cyclops. Uh, ends up joining the team. And Kamala and Miles. So and it's, Kamala and Miles, yeah, yeah, if I'm forgetting anybody, I'm not sure. But those are the main people. Cyclops comes in kind of later, and there's a a bit of a disagreement about whether he gets to join or not. Um, because Cyclops from 
their dimension turned evil, right? Right. So after the the uh, the M day, where all the mutants, but I think 179. Um, I, I apologize. I'm probably getting that number wrong. Um, all of them, but 179 were depowered by Scarlet Witch. Which, if you've never read the House of M series, uh, definitely need to read that. Or Avengers disassembled into the House of M. Two really great uh, series. After all that, uh, there's only a, a you know a, you know a couple hundred mutants left. Xavier was one of the people depowered, um, and uh, Magneto ends up kind of taking charge or working with the X Men. But during this time, the roles of Magneto and Cyclops change, where Magneto's the good guy, and Cyclops keeps on doing more and more and more. That's just questionable to the point of being evil. Um, and he becomes rather vicious uh, in what he decides to do, goes to war against humanity um, and the Inhumans. There's a, a war between those two people going on. And in the end, he is killed uh, by, I think he gets this weird virus that ends up killing him. Um, but that's who they, you know, think of how, you know, Magneto is viewed by most people, mean, evil, you know, villainous mutant. That's how Cyclops is viewed at this time. Um, right. So, so they're like, you yeah. know, we don't we don't know if we can trust you. Maybe you're fine now. How do we know you're not going to turn evil? You know, um, but and he's a kid. This is not an adult Cyclops. This is a kid Cyclops, right? Yeah. All of these people are like teenagers. Yeah. So um, eventually they do let him in. But totally awesome. Hulk doesn't trust him. Um, they're just, you know. And, and of course, that's hard on the team. And, and there's also some discussion who's in charge. You know, nobody really knows who the leader is. Um, they joke around, oh, how about Cyclops? But then someone's like, you know, that's not a bad idea because he's actually got experience at being a leader. Um, I think it turns out more that Kamala is more of a natural leader. But I haven't read enough into it to know if that's how how it is yeah there's a lot going on with those and they are as you said kind of for a younger audience so they are but they're kind of fun to read too i thought they were pretty cute so i had fun i had fun reading them i had fun with um uh the who was it that had the crush on viv i think it was it was no totally, it was yeah amadeus joe wasn't it he did, but first it was, I believe, Nova. Nova. Yeah. Nova's like crushing on her the whole time. And then they come in, uh, they they walk in on Hulk and Viv, uh, Viv kissing. Um, because Viv wanted to know, is she actually going to feel emotion if she kisses someone? She doesn't know. She wants to try it out. So she tries it out on Hulk and she didn't feel anything. <laughs> and then that makes... Hulk feel like a chump. So he's like, oh, yeah, it meant nothing to me either. <laughs> so it was cute. Yes. So, I mean, that, and that's kind of where uh, we're at as far as our knowledge uh, on those two. But it just goes to show she is kind of being used as the, you know. Now, granted, I think that was three years ago, four years ago. Um, and obviously a lot's happened over the last few years. Oh, yeah. So now Miss Marvel, or, uh, yeah, Miss Marvel, she's going to be in the movie, The Marvels. The Marvels. Coming up in, I believe, a year. Correct. So you've got your you got Carol Danvers, you've got your Kamala Khan, and... I believe, and I, I don't remember her name from... Uh, it starts with an M. Well, I believe her name will be uh, binary in the, the movie, because that's another alias of Captain Marvel. 
And I think that's what they called her in uh, Doctor Strange 2. I'd have to look at that up again, but it's going to have the three of them. Yeah. And, um. Oh, actually, we, we just uh, we, we checked our notes. It's it's Monica Rambo, and she plays Spectrum. Yes. So, and I think that Miss um, Marvel is going to have a really big role in that. So I'm really excited to see that. I can't wait for that. That's going to be great. You know, just kind of taking a look at the uh, the cast of this. Uh, it looks like the parents are back from uh, Miss Marvel. Ooh. So Yusuf Khan and uh, Muniba, I believe is how you pronounce her name. That's those two were uh, the parents in. Um, yes. In the uh, Captain Marvel, yeah. and then Tessa Thompson. That means Valkyrie is in this movie. Ooh. Um, Judd Law means uh, the character from, uh, I can't think of who he was in uh, Captain Marvel, but he'll be back. So, yeah, this could be a very interesting movie. Um, and I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I, Yeah, they just had um, San Diego Comic-Con. Comic yep. I was excited, speaking of Marvel stuff, like another X-Men animated. Yeah, X-Men 97, which is... What oh, we've talked about, that's what both got us into comics. I loved X-Men. but I loved it. I was just like totally into it. So I, I'm really excited about that. That and uh, we saw the uh, trailer for uh, Wakanda Forever. Yep. That's that's going to finish phase four, I believe, yep. in Marvel. Man, that's going to hit the feelers. I, that movie, there's no way it can't hit the oh, feelers. Oh, it's going to, yeah. It's... I, I kind of don't even want to see it, but I do. Oh, God, you have to. I know yeah. I have to, but, um, and I will. But, yeah, I'm just, it's like, okay, prepare to cry. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, lots of great stuff coming up. And I'm, I'm really excited about, you know, who will be starring in these movies. Um, I'm curious to see, curious as hell to see how uh, Miss Marvel will be in an Avengers movie. I'm assuming there will be one someday down yeah. the line. Like I said, she's a breath of fresh air to me. She is. She really she's is. Fun. I love her. She's fun. She's hopeful. Um, but she's got your typical issues, too. So, And we really need to see her next to a Peter Parker because their banter, their conversations would just be fun. Yes, I would love but that. But I'd love to see Miles Morales, too. In the, I, I have a feeling we'll be seeing him in the movies Probably the next Spider-Man movie around. Yeah. Well, maybe someday they'll do a Guardians movie. Or not Guardians. Uh, Champions. Champions movie. Yes. Well, Speaking I'm, of Guardians, yes, they're, they're, yeah, I can't wait for that movie yeah, either. That's good. <laughs> we're, jump, we're jumping all over we're, the place. Too many good things too coming out. Too many good things. But yeah, um, like I said, the Marvels. And that's it. You know, one thing we've talked about going back to the games we played, Marvel Crisis Protocol. I get more into playing that game when I know more about that character I'm playing. Yes. You know, if I don't know them, it's just a set of rules for them. They can do cool things. I'm not invested in them. And that's me. I'm not a kind of person. I'm not a chess player. I want to be able to know something about my characters. I well, that's how you got me into playing. Yeah. Um, Legion. Because it started with Legion um, because I love Star Wars. And I'm like, okay, this is something I can get into. I like this. Um, which led to Marvel Crisis Protocol. And the thing about Mar uh, Marvel, there's so many characters. Gosh, yeah. And so there's so many I don't know. So it's been really fun looking into these characters and finding out more about it. And Miss Marvel, I think, has been the most fun yet for me. Yeah. She's just, yeah. I mean, because she's like our kid, our, our, our oldest like daughter. like our daughter. Yeah. So um, that's been a lot of fun. 
Oh, it looks like the Eternals. Uh, Gemma Chan is in that movie too. So. Oh, that's interesting. Wow, there there is a lot of interesting things happening in that Which movie. Which the Eternals, Andy did not like, and uh, yeah. I did. We'll have to talk about so, that one. Yeah, of these we'll days. have to talk about that. Plus, there's a new event going on uh, in the universe uh, in comics that we need to probably catch up on, which is it's called Axe, and that's Avengers X Men Eternals against each other. Hmm, so okay. we'll have to check into that and see how that is and. See how it all ties together, Nikki. Yeah, lots of new exciting stuff. So uh, I think next time, uh, as much as we love talking about Marvel. Uh, we'll come back to Marvel. We'll come back to Marvel. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling, you know, the next conversation is definitely going to be Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, probably focusing around the, the, the sequel trilogy, Ray, Kylo, Ben slash Ben. Kind of based on the newest book that's out. Yes, Shadows of the Sith. So that's kind of what what kind of pushed us back into the sequels a little bit yeah because i've been reading through the high republic stuff and i just cannot get into it and that's a whole other conversation um but you know this happened with the seek or the prequel trilogies once they started filling in we talked about this earlier once you start filling in a lot of those gaps it makes a lot more sense why certain things happened characters take on a whole other meaning um and this one like i, I was telling nikki it depressed me. It really, uh, especially... At, but at the same time, you said it was really good. It was a fantastic book. Mm -hmm. But it's depressing because you ultimately know what has to happen in the end. There are two main storylines, like I said. It's Ray and her parents, and it's Lando looking for his daughter. And we both know how that goes when you start with The Force Awakens. Yeah. So it's very sad in that sense. But yeah. again... Really well written. But you get to see what Luke was up to at that time. That's kind of what's interesting to me. I really enjoy the Ben Solo aspect, which we didn't see much of Ben Solo in the sequels. He was Kylo Ren most right. of the time or fighting with with himself. Um, I was very inter interested to see how... How did that happen? What was the process that of him becoming Kylo Ren? And that's why I liked the comics, The Rise of Kylo Ren. But also in this book, Bloodlines, that I'm reading, that's when um, everyone finds out that Darth Vader is Leia's father. Yes, and that's really what it comes. That's really what the core of the book is yeah. about, and her coming to terms with all that. It's like Bloodlines is really interesting that they called it that because it's. Um, and it, it's, it's a lot about the old ways and then, um, the fact that blood doesn't matter, but then it comes back to, to, to get you in the end. So, so yeah, it'll be interesting lots to discuss that. to talk that. about there. In fact, I can definitely see that turning into multiple episodes because there's so much to unpack with a lot of that. So, uh, thank you for listening. We always appreciate that. Uh, hope you're finding these topics interesting because this is what Nikki and I talk about. This is not like we had to come up with a script. We have to stop ourselves from talking this normally. This is us on the fly. Yeah. No, we <laughs> just, just love talking about this This is stuff. just us being fans. So, and it does help us. Um, it, it This is our therapy. This is our so, therapy. So. Yeah. And we do have an email. We do. So if anyone has any topics or things they want us to watch or read or talk about, Yep. Uh, what is our email, Andy? It's our therapy for nerds, all one word, at ozarkladiators.com. All right. So, so that's all for today. Yep. And we will see you next time. Thank Bye. you very much.